talk about why inflation is harmful. had $1.6 million in purchasing power. And I want you to be looking at the side that says inflation rate 1965 to 1985. And it is up there as well. All right, so quick show of hands. Who remembers this time period where there was super high inflation, super high interest rates between 1965 and 1985? All right, perfect. If you do remember that, that is fantastic. Um, of course, I don't. I was born about 15 years after the end of this chart. <laughs> so now I'm going to talk about why inflation is harmful. And for some of you, this term may be elementary to you, um, the time value of money. The time value of money basically states that $1 today is worth more than $1 next week. And that is solely because of inflation. Recently, it came out that the consumer price index, which is how much you and I as consumers are paying for products, was up 5% between May 2020 and May 2021. This increase is going up at the fastest pace since 2008. And we all know what the financial markets look like in 2008. So what can we do to protect against inflation? Some of you might say gold. I have read a lot of articles that point to gold as the best thing for inflation. Um, some of those can be a little bit biased as they're trying to sell you gold. Uh, gold did have a price increase of about 30% annually in the 1970s. If any of you have any asset that you can show me that's going to do that in the next 10 years, I would really appreciate that. There's no guarantee currently that gold is going to follow inflation like it did in the 1970s. In 1973, the gold standard was erased by the U.S. government, so they were no longer paying a set price for gold. The market basically set the price, which is why it gained so much during the 1970s. So now you're probably thinking, if not gold, then where can we put our money? Well, there are many answers to that question, and there was only one certainty that I found while doing my research. And I will get to that certainty in just a bit. If you could go ahead and flip over your handout, you will see a chart titled Value of Cash versus the S&P 500 in the years 1965 to 1985, the same period as on the other side. That bottom line is going to be cash. Cash that is either under your mattress or in a checking account earning little to no interest like they all are today. That cash between 1965 and 1985 lost about 75% of its value. For example, if you had a million dollars in 1965, and you put it under your mattress, 
1985 when you go to take it out, assuming your kids have not found it, you would be pulling out a million dollars in cash money. But with that money, you are only going to be able to purchase about 25% of the items that you would have been able to purchase in 1965. Now let's go ahead and look at this top line. Now that top line might scare some of you. It is a little bit volatile. But that top line is the S&P 500. If instead of placing that million dollars under your mattress and you place it in the S&P 500, you would have seen, you would have had in 1985, excuse me, you would have had $1.6 million in purchasing power instead of that $260,000 that you would have had if it was in your mattress. You would have had cash worth $5.5 million. Now I know that the S&P is not suitable for any, most of our clients, but it is suitable for some. And for those that it is not suitable for, of course there are other asset classes that have worked as a hedge against inflation historically that we can talk about. Right now even, we have a safe option and no, it is not an annuity that is going to be better than cash with inflation. With my many hours of research, that one certainty that I told you guys about was that when it comes to inflation, anything beats cash. All right, thank you, Lee. So